Hello and welcome to Patch. I'm your host, Paul James. I'm joined by Matto Phillips. How's things, mate? Cold. Cold? Yeah, it's weird. We're, we're in summer yeah, now, cool. and yet it's... It's raining. Yeah. And There's no sun to be seen. All yet. these climate people, they're yet. talking shit. <laughs> no, we're going to get completely ruined this summer, but once, once summer finally decides to arrive... We're going to jump into things pretty quickly, though, this episode, because we've got a bit we're going to cover. Uh, we referenced this last week for people who caught the, the latest episode of the Patched Updates, where we kind of outlined we were going to be going through Game Awards predictions and whatnot, and that includes uh, predicting the winners as well as some announcements. And the, the winners bit is usually the bit that takes us a little bit of time. So we'll, we'll jump into things pretty quickly. Um, but are you looking forward to Game Awards this year, Matto? From the KLS. Yeah. Well, for many reasons. But we'll get to them later. So, yeah, there's, yeah, there's that. Um, so I'll kick it over now, and I'm going to hope that the technical shit's all working for me here. Whew. All right, cool. People can and will see the first oh. award that we're going to be going through, which is Things the best esports event. People can see Things it. People working. can hear it. Everything is working. Um, we are starting with the trash throwaway awards that clearly Jeff kind of thinks are the same because he always puts them at the very bottom. Um, and then we'll work our way up to towards game of the year. So first up is the best esports event, recognizing an event across single or multiple days that delivered a best of class experience for participants and the broadcast audience. We've got the 2023 League of Legends World Championship, Blast TV Paris Major 2023, Evo 2023, the International Dota 2 Championships 2023 and Valorant Championships 2023. Matto. Oh, i got to tell you, they're all cracking events, I must say. Hard to pick between them. If I was going to be one to pick between them, I would say uh, Blast TV. Yeah, let's go, Bla- let's go Blast TV because... Oh, I can't actually pick it. I need to sign in. Okay, uh, moving away from that. We're not actually going to be voting. Oh, vote? oh the, no. The show's vote will not count, but we'll get someone to just log into their personal account and re-watch this show and put in the votes as we go. Um, Jamie? Thanks, mate. Um, all right. Cheers, Jamie. So, uh, yeah, let's, let's move on from that shit to some more shit. Uh, best esports coach... Uh, the best esports coach judged to be the most outstanding for performance and conduct in 2023. Why do these clowns have coaches in the first place? Well, it's called sports. You need a coach for a sport. You can't That's... just play. You can't just play sports and not have a coach. Oh, then let's just wander into the conversation. No, we're not going to wander into the conversation as to whether they're sports or not. Let's move on. Uh, the nominees are Christine Potter Chi uh, for, for Evil Geniuses uh, Valorant. Uh, Danny Zonic Zoranson, Team Falcons from Counter Strike, Jordan Gunba Gunba Graham from Florida Mayhem uh, playing Overwatch, Remy I'm not even XTQZZZ. Yeah, just go with that. Uh, and then his surname's a bit of a mouthful too. Cunium, uh, Team Vitality Counter Strike, uh, and Yoon. I'm going to call him homie. Um, um, Sun Yong. Uh, JD Gaming League of Legends. Matto, who's winning? I'm going, I'm going with the homie. Going with the homie, for sure. Um, yeah, right. yeah, yeah as to your question, it's not a sport. Does it involve a ball? No. No. If it was 1999, yes, because it involves a ball, because that's what the mouses used to be. That's why we call them eSports, which means we can change the definitions. You don't need to coach. You're a bunch of dorks behind your computers. Moving on. Um... <laughs> 
So if if for some reason this episode gets picked up by anyone, we know exactly why. Uh, best esports team, recognizing a specific esports team, not the full organization, judged the most outstanding for performance and conduct in 2023. We've got Evil Geniuses for Valorant, Fnatic for Valorant, Game and Gladiators for Dota 2, JD Gaming for League of Legends, and Team Vitality for Counter Strike. Yeah. Who cares? Um, All winners. Move on. I'm going to say JD Gaming, and I am basing that on the fact that League of Legends is still popular, um, and as I look at the... Oh, jeez, am I wandering into dangerous territory here? Um, the oh. cultural demographic of a whole range of the other teams, the JD Gaming team is going to have the full support of an Asian community behind them, whereas, uh, you know... Things are gonna be a little bit spread amongst the rest. Um, well, so wouldn't get good on them for having an them. extra community that's behind them. Oh, good on them. Good on JD Gaming for whatever they do. I had to be very careful about the way I worded that because I did not want to be uh, sounding like it was meant to be a nasty thing. It's it's a bonus that they've got an, like the the local the local vote that they can leverage as well. Uh, next up is, oh my God, have we done? Best esports athlete. The esports athlete judged to be the most outstanding for performance and conduct in 2023, irrespective of game. Lee Faker Sang-Hyok from Le- uh, playing League of Legends. Mateo Zaiwu Herbert. Oh, I'm, I'm doing this. Counter-Strike, go. Uh, Max Demon 1 Mazanov from Valorant. Paco Hydra Ruzawiz from uh, playing Call of Duty. Park Ruler Jay Hook from uh, playing League of Legends and Philip Imperial Hell Dozen playing Apex Legends. I'm going to throw my vote behind the Apex Legends guy because it's just nice to see something that's not the the standard games there. Well, I'll go with old Imperial Hell because it's the only person I know off that. Oh, you actually... Okay. I actually oh, wait, that's the same guy. Was... Oh, yeah, and you know a little bit about Apex, so that checks out. So there we go. We're both throwing our vote behind Philip Imperial Hell Dozen. Um, please tell me we're done with esports. No. Last one. Surely not. Uh, best esports game for the game that is has delivered the best overall esports experience to players, inclusive of tournaments, community support, and content updates, irrespective of genre or platform. Counter Strike 2 from Valve, Dota 2 from Valve, League of Legends from Riot Games, PUBG Mobile from Crafton, Lightspeed, and Level Infinite, and Valorant from Riot. I'd love to see PUBG Mobile just win, just to absolutely piss off everyone else. <laughs> All those PC people losing to a mobile game. Yeah, they I won't. They won't, they won't be loving it. So I wouldn't have thought a mobile game would be an esports type. I don't know. Variety game. I don't know. I don't yeah, know how this esports stuff works. Um, and I don't even, like. I don't know. I mean, the the Valve and Riot representation is huge, so I'm almost tempted just to throw my support behind PUBG just to spite them, but also Level Infinite's a cover for dodgy Chinese companies, so I don't want to uh, don't want to be supporting them either. So let's go uh, Valorant. I'm going Valorant. Based on nothing at all. A liable um, source. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, next up, surely. Surely. Oh, it's about as bad. Um, content creator of the year for a streamer or content creator who has made an important and positive impact on the community in 2023. Iron Mouse must be a VTuber based on the thumbnail. 
people make games who I'm pretty sure it was like documentarian stuff. If I remember, they actually. Uh, I'm sure there was a there was a documentary actually that I checked out of theirs, and I'm gonna very very quickly double check this on the fly here. Um, Don't they like investigate the investigators or something? Yeah, that like that was you know kind of journalism really. People make. I feel like it was almost, you know, part part kind of the no clip sort of model, but um, oh, then the top thing is we risk life and limb sort of to deliver this message. That seems a bit more YouTubery. Um, but they've done stuff on, you know, and we won't wade into the politics around the whole thing now. But like the games industry must not stay silent on Palestine. Um, so they're leaning into big big social and world issues there investigating three indie superstars accused of emotional oh so that's actually that's the doco I think I saw which was the one about um oh damn it the team name's gone but uh they made Florence um they're a local team they're a Melbourne team anyway inside the story of Mass Effect 3's endings there's a whole range of different things there oh I could solve that I could solve that for you straight away the Mass Effect 3 ending it was shit that's (laughs) That's all the investigating um, you have to do with that. There's a there's a whole bunch of stuff. Uh, we showed Peter Molyneux. Every, oh, that's one of the things I saw. They did an interview with Peter Molyneux as well, um, which was really really cool. Anyway, I I'm kind of about what about what they're doing, but I'll I'll hold that for a sec. Uh, Quackity, Spreen, and Cipher PK. Matto, where's your vote going? Uh, I'll just go with Cypher PK because it's the only one I know. I'm going for people make games because... That'd be funny. It's just a whole something that people make games gets outdone by people who play probably Fortnite. That's my guess of the other content creators. Except for the VTuber. God knows what those people make. I don't know. I don't understand. I'm assuming VTuber based on the thumbnail, but I could be wrong. Um, All right, moving on to hopefully serious awards. Ah, here we go. Okay, I guess totally subjective here, but we can kind of lean into, I guess, what we think is going to win as well. And also GTA 6 is not on that list, and um, that's going to be shown off a day before the Game Awards. In case yep, you're not that's, seeing... That's why, that's why nobody needs to watch the Game Awards. No yeah, excitement the actual, whatsoever. The actual the big news happens, happens 24 before. hours before. Yeah. Anyway, uh, and I bet you know, less than 24 hours after this episode goes live, GTA 6's trailer will go live. Um, anyway, uh, most anticipated game, Final Fantasy VII Rebirth, Hades 2, Like a Dragon, Infinite Wealth, Star Wars, Outlaws, and Tekken 8. Um, interestingly, three of those five games comes out within the first month and a half, or two, sorry, first two months of the year. So um, Star Wars and Hades 2 are the only ones with uh, TBD dates there. Anyway, where's your pick going? Um, I for me it is Star Wars Outlaws, but we all know the winner is going to be Final Fantasy. Final Fantasy is going to win by an absolute mile, but it's also my choice as well. So um, it's probably people like me that are responsible for it at the end of the day. But to be fair, I mean all excellent. Ga- I mean I I don't really have any interest in Tekken as a non-fighting game guy. Uh, like a Dragon, Infinite Wealth. I wish I could get in in on it because they all look really cool but I'm so far behind that it's just like the MCU I can't can't overcome that mountain I think also with the Yakuza game it's sort of very more well, the Japanese side outside of Jap- Japan 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 is it as popular I don't know it's yes, getting it there no it's stuff. definitely it's getting, getting there. there slowly getting there but I don't think it's as popular as Final Fantasy 
no, definitely, de- definitely doesn't hold a candle to Final Fantasy, and yeah, so I think that'll be the one that wins. But also, that's that's my personal choice too. Um, moving on, best adaptation, uh, recognizing outstanding creative work that faithfully and authentically adapts a video game to another entertainment medium. Uh, Castlevania Nocturne, which I actually haven't watched yet, but it's on Netflix. Gran Turismo, um, The Last of Us, the Super Mario Brothers movie, and Twisted Metal. Lots of PlayStation representation because they were kicking a lot of goals this year. Um, it's The Last of Us by a mile, right? Oh, absolutely. As much as I love the Super Mario movie, it's, yeah, it's awesome. It's great. It's, it's great, but unfortunately, The Last of Us is much better. I have yeah. to say. <laughs> I, watched one epi- I watched that one episode said, yeah, this is good, but I never watched the rest of it. I already just know watching the one first episode, it's like, yeah, it's good. So you haven't watched but any the, more I- than that first episode? Yeah, because I already know oh, what's going to no, happen. No, I know, no, I know, I know, I know, I know. But I just watched like the first episode, episode three. Episode three, for example, is just huge. I know, but I just watched and the first episode. That's all new storytelling. That is all new no, story in that episode. I know. I know because I watched the first episode. And go, yeah, I know what happens here. That person dies. I've I've played The Last of Us. I know what happens. It's no suspense to me. Even though, yes, I know it's great. Everyone says it's great. I get it, but. To be fair, very few have had the experience I've had, which was uh, thanks to the pre, like getting the screeners of the the show beforehand. I got to see the giraffe scene with the giraffe not CG'd in properly yet, and so it was it was some oh, weird so shit. Was, oh, so was it Harold? <laughs> there was there was green screens and all starts all uh, all sorts all over the place, and then a kind of giraffe in the middle. It was all very strange. Oh, was it was it Harold from the old van? Um, not quite, but not far oh, off. Yeah. Uh, but so, yeah, the last yeah, was by a, by a mile, right? But all credit oh, yeah. to the Mario Brothers movie. Twisted Metal, which I've actually watched in its entirety and is surprisingly good. Um, Gran Turismo I haven't checked out yet. And Castlevania, I'm actually behind on the actual rest of the series. So I've only heard good things about the this new this new one, but I haven't caught up, so not yet. Um, okay, best multiplayer. Uh, outstanding online multiplayer. Yeah, we don't need to describe the thing. Uh, presented, sponsored by Discord, apparently. Um, Baldur's Gate 3, Diablo 4, Party Animal, Street Fighter 6, and Super Mario Brothers Wonder. We're taking, between, the, we're taking the piss with Mario Wonder in there, right? Yeah, they just had to fill it in, to be honest. Like, let's just have one. Even Street Fighter 6. I know it's popular, but let's be honest. Baldur's Gate and Diablo 4 were far more popular. I mean, and I don't the, hear... I, like, I, as much as Baldur's Gate's obviously huge, and I know the the online multiplayer is there. I don't really hear people talking too much about their online experiences. I feel like, despite the fact that the features there, it feels like it's still a single player or a couch co-op thing, and not so much. I suppose couch co-op still still in, uh, still fits under multiplayer because it wasn't online multiplayer, was it? Yeah, it's just multiplayer. So I guess it makes it okay. I'm gonna go Diablo Four. That's fair. Um, and then, then they can all say when they win their awards, say, "Up yours, Bob, you toast." Yeah, yeah, pretty much. I hope so. If Phil, Phil Spencer comes yeah. out to to accept the award and is just flipping off the entire time, but I wouldn't be surprised if Baldur's Gate three wins because I feel like just wherever it gets nominated, it probably just wins. But more on that later. Um, best sports and racing game, EA Sports. Sorry, EA Sports FC twenty four. I nearly called it FIFA. F123, because great naming convention across two different uh, sports games is already off. Um, Forza Motorsport, uh, Hot Wheels Unleashed 2, Turbocharged, and the Crew Motorfest. What they should have called this award was Best Sport 
slash racing. And it's all very interesting that it's mostly sports car games, not no NBA 2K. So I say great choice on not putting NBA 2K in there. It, it doesn't deserve it. In there for, for years, it hasn't deserved to be in there. Well, it's a tough one. I'd love to say Hot Wheels just for a laugh. But it'll probably be like whatever EA Sports FC. What they don't call it FIFA anymore? No, no, they 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 broke up with FIFA. Oh, oh um, dear, what a shame! Because FIFA was trying to gouge them too much money, so they're like, "Not nah, fuck you guys, we're out." Um, I thought they got enough money from the Qatar World Cup bidding. Clearly yeah, not. Apparently no. not. <laughs> apparently not. Uh, I'm gonna say that a whole lot of things split the vote here and that uh, Forza benefits from being an Xbox exclusive and maybe the, the Xbox fans will throw some weight behind it. So um, I'm tipping Forza. Also, it was brilliant. Um, as someone who's not like a racing game guy, um, especially kind of like sim-style racing, I really, really enjoyed it. So um, there's where my vote goes. What did you land on in the end? I said the football one. Oh, yeah, yeah, FC. I can get that. Uh, next up is best sim slash strategy, um, which is always a weird collection of games that don't really marry up too much. But anyway, Advance Wars 1 plus 2, Reboot Camp, City Skylines 2, which is out only on PC at the moment. The console version was delayed to next year. Company of Heroes 3, Fire Emblem Engage, and Pikmin 4. I keep forgetting about Fire Emblem Engage in every single one of these conversations simply because my experience with it, I finished it on New Year's Eve of 2023. Yes, well, you've told us about which this. I know. Um, I've to, I know. I've told the story a few times. Like, like, I finished. I finished it the, before it came out the year after. Oh, oh, oh. I mean, it's it's weird in that sense, but like, yeah, it's meant it's meant that yeah, I've completely forgotten as a part game, of. Yes, yeah, I played a game in twenty twenty two that was meant to come out in twenty twenty three, boasting around yeah, God. Yeah, pretty much. But mainly the demo, not me. I'm <laughs> um, Pikmin four for me. I'm the same. Um, and it's really weird to have three Nintendo games. In a category that's not best family game. Yeah. That's all yeah, that's an excellent point. I hadn't really considered that. Also, the company Heroes one, like is that some dodgy PNG or whatever they got? Because like the whole thing's got the checkerboarding back. Yeah, <laughs> I was I was looking at that. So I thought, what the <laughs> hell's going on what here? What have they done with their key art here? Anyway, uh Pikmin 4 for the win. Um Best Family oh, Game. Here we go. Another, you know, typically Nintendo award, but there's there's a Only couple two. couple there's three exclusives to the Nintendo, but anyway, uh, Disney Illusion Island um, from Disney, uh, Party Animals, Pikmin Four, Sonic Superstars, and Super Mario Brothers Wonder. I'm still sticking with Pikmin. Pikmin deserves to win. Mario will win. It's a shame, and that's a shame because Pikmin Four is obviously the better game. Uh, moving on, best fighting game. Um, God of Rock, which I don't think I'd ever heard of. Mortal Kombat 1, Nickelodeon All-Star Brawl 2, Proc- Pocket Bravery, and Street Fighter 6. It's a two-horse race, though people are sleeping on Nickelodeon All-Star Brawl, to- uh, All-Star Brawl 2. I know. It's I actually know. really good. <laughs> but um, but with that aside, it's obviously Mortal Kombat 1 or Street Fighter 6. Which way are you going? Which way do you think the masses will go? I would say Mortal Kombat 1, and the masses will go... Nickelodeon All-Star Brawl 2. Jeez. Um, whereas I think Street Fighter 6 will get up. Probably, um, yeah. But, 
Yeah, I don't know. I, I, I don't have the playing experience to be able to make a call. In fact, if it was based on my playing experience, then Nick All-Star Brawl 2 wins, but um, it won't. Next up is Best RPG, um, a category that gets increasingly blurry. But anyway, Baldur's Gate 3, Final Fantasy 16, Lies of P, Seas of, Sea of Stars, and Starfield. Well, it's definitely not Starfield. We can cross that one off, unfortunately. Lies of P? Ooh, maybe. Probably not. Final Fantasy 16? Yes. I mean, that would be my choice. Oh, yes. There's Baldur's Gate 3. I forgot about that. Baldur's Gate 3 wins because it's the only one of the list that's nominated for Game of the Year. Um, And that carries it all the way through. Uh, Which is unfortunate because, yeah, Final Fantasy 16. Awesome. Better game. Um, Sea of Stars? Awesome. Don't know if it's a better game. Liza P, fuck that. You can keep your Soulsborns. Starfield, I don't know. It'd be, my, it'd be nice maybe when it works. Uh, best action adventure. Alan Wake 2. Uh, this is probably like, you know, the the contest this between everything tiredest. everything that isn't the game of the year thing because this has got, what, four of four of the remaining six game is of the year nominees. Oh, it well, true, yeah. It's only missing Mario and Baldur's Gate. So... Um, Alan Wake 2, Marvel Spider-Man 2, Resident Evil 4, Star Wars, Jedi Survivor, and uh, The Legend of Zelda Tears of the Kingdom. Well, Star Wars is going to get nowhere near it because it's the only one no. that isn't nominated for Game of the Year. Um, it's, it, we it's don't a like tough it. One. I, I, was saying, I know it's going to be Tears of the Kingdom, but out of all categories, this is like the toughest one because they're all good. Yeah, there's it's nothing... Tough. I mean we can kind of check our Zelda opinions at the door, but like for what it is, it's still brilliant. It's just that it's not our, not our Zelda game anymore. Um, I mean, Alan Wake 2 is great. I played like an hour of Spider-Man 2 and I played, I thought I'm going to enjoy this game because the, the Sandman sequence played, is awesome. Yeah, it is. And Resident Evil 4 played the demo. It was great. I wanted to play it. Jedi Survivor it was great. Rick the door Older. technician. Rick the door technician. Saves that game, and Tears the Kingdom. <laughs> Saves Tears the, the Kingdom. <laughs> uh, Tears the Kingdom wins by probably still a mile, I reckon. Like it's, yeah, it's a two-horse race for Game of the Year, I think, and that's one of them. Um, best action game: Armored Core, Six Fires of Rubicon, Dead Island Two, Ghost Runner Two, Hi-Fi Rush, and Remnant Two. That's also a really top-tier list of games. None of them are nominated for Game of the Year, which kind of means that we take like there's no obvious front runner there. But I don't know. Me either. I feel like it's between Hi-Fi Rush and Armored Core, and I feel like Armored Core wins because it's a FromSoft game, and so the FromSoft fans will do oh, their of thing. Course. Yes, unfortunately, and being that uh, Hi-Fi Rush has the word Bethesda in it, people just go, "Screw you, Bethesda." I'd like to see that win, um, but, yeah, but I don't think I would it like will. to see it win too, but it won't. If it does, great. There is good in this world, but unfortunately, there's not. And it's just been Especially... played by too few number of people, really, so... Such is life. Uh, best VR slash AR game. Gran Turismo 7, Horizon Call of the Mountain, Humanity, Resident Evil uh, Villages VR mode, and Synapse. Synapse. Um... I know you won't really have much to draw upon here. No uh, Synapse is amazing, and Synapse can and should win. Um, Horizon Call of the Mountain is just not quite it, unfortunately. Gran Turismo 7, I just don't feel like should be there. It's a game from 2022 that got a VR patch, basically, to in, to launch with the, the PlayStation VR 2. 
Um, same idea with Resident Evil v- uh, Village VR. So um, it leaves kind of three contenders as far as I'm concerned, and Synapse is amazing. Um, so people should absolutely try that. It's like a first-person shooter, roguelike, in VR, and it nails all of it. It's really, really cool. So people should go check that out. Next category. Best mobile game, Final Fantasy VII Ever Crisis, Hello Kitty Island Adventure, Honkai Star Rail, Monster Hunter Now, and Terra Nil. I didn't realize Terra Nil came to mobile. Oh, via Netflix. Okay. Got any thoughts? Oh, it's definitely uh, Hello Kitty Island Adventure. <laughs> I've got um, no idea. I don't play mobile games. You, I know you've been talking about Monster Hunter Now because you've been oh, playing it for the last month and a half, months, two months, whatever month it's been month. since it came out. Yeah. Um, but Honkai Star Rail will win by a mile because uh, it's the it's the Genshin Impact people, um, and it's got the same crowd playing it, and it's huge. So I think that'll win. Um, I mean, it'd be interesting. Like you know, Final Fantasy VII is Final Fantasy VII, so maybe the Final Fantasy fans come out in force and and support that. Uh, Monster Hunter now, I think. I mean, is is brilliant and it would be my choice having played. Three, I guess I didn't play Terra Nil on mobile, but having played three of the five games, Final Fantasy, Monster Hunter, and Terra Nil, Monster Hunter would be my pick. But also, I think a lot of people look and go, "Ah, it's kind of it's Pokemon Go again," um, but you know, with a different skin and a few tiny little system tweaks. Um, so that might work against it. But Monster Hunter now would be my choice. But Honkai, Honkai Star Rail win, will win. It's that I feel like I'm saying something dirty when I call, uh, when I when I say that game's name. Um, Best debut indie game. Cocoon, Dredge, Pizza Tower, Venba, and Viewfinder. Dredge. I mean, I'm so saying... Wanna, yeah. So I want to play it. I forgot, actually forgot about Viewfinder. It was another game I saw a preview for. I thought, oh, that looks good. And completely forgot about it, because I never saw it again. And Cocoon, I guess, told about Cocoon... Viewfinder did some stuff that, like, I, you know, I thought my PlayStation was going to blow up because of just how they were... Um, like you know, forcing you to jump through environments that like keep persistent environments all layered atop each other, and I just thought like not that it was making a heap of noise, but it's like how is this thing, how is my PlayStation running this? Like it's surely going to just implode with the amount that I'm asking of it to do. But anyway, um, it's an awesome game, but not a not a winner. I wouldn't have thought. Um, Cocoon, uh, I have is one of the two here that I've not tried. I haven't played Cocoon or Pizza Tower. Um, Pizza Tower I've heard amazing things about but also don't really know or understand it at all uh, Cocoon does come from X Limbo and and Inside Devs so that and people talk about it constantly in a really he- uh, positive way Venba's cool um, but I don't think a winner Dredge would be my pick and the DLCs maybe come at a good time for, those, for people who'd consider it as well but let's get on the Dredge bandwagon it's awesome um, moving on, best independent game. So now we're just taking same same thing. We're just taking away the uh, debut component. Cocoon, Dave the Diver, all the controversies around that, whether it's indie or not. We're checking at the door here. Dredge, Sea of Stars, and Viewfinder. Well, it doesn't matter about Dave the Diver because Dredge's going to win. Yeah, I'm uh, I'm between Dredge and Sea of Stars, but I think Dredge. Um, the best thing coming out of New Zealand since Lord of the Rings. <laughs> yeah, maybe not wrong, actually. Their cricket team can't get the job done. The rugby team hasn't done much. They lost. 
Oh, that's the one thing I thought they always had in their pocket. Anyway, all right, I guess they suck. Uh, best community support. Uh, recognizing game for outstanding community support, transparency and responsiveness, inclusive of social media activity and game updates and patches. Baldur's Gate 3, Cyberpunk 2077, Destiny 2, Final Fantasy 14, and No Man's Sky. Um, I mean, it's probably just Baldur's Gate 3 again, right? Probably, but I'm just going to say Cyberpunk, just for the amount of work and updates that they've yeah, done. Yeah, it probably deserves that it. game. And also, trains are now in production in that game. You can now ride a train, which you couldn't do before. Well, that's, that's a win. So it's only taken them three years to do, but it's great. That's the final patch update for that game. Train riding. I'm looking forward to playing it, and I'm pretty hopeful that I'll get some time soon. Um, and yeah, I you know totally understand if they actually win it, it'll be deserving, um, considering everything it went through. Which kind of links to the next topic as well: best ongoing game, um, Apex Legends, Cyberpunk twenty seventy seven, Final Fantasy fourteen, Fortnite, and Genshin Impact. I'm probably going to say Cyberpunk because people will think about the DLC, the expansion, the support that's gotten over the course of the last year in particular. I mean, it was going before that, but the last year in particular, and that might actually carry it over the finish line. But of course, Final Fantasy fourteen, Fortnite, Genshin are all serious yes. contenders. Unfortunately, they're there too, which sucks. Makes it a little bit harder. Um, but I'll I'll take a punt on Cyberpunk. See how it goes. Same deal. That's fair. I'd go, yeah, I'd go save as well. Next up, games for impact. Um, I'll clarify this one for a thought-provoking game with a pro-social meaning or message. A space for the unbound. Chance of center. Goodbye, Volcano High, Chia, Terra Nil, and Venba. Um, most of these games I haven't played. I played one. Or for about 20 minutes, I played one. That was Chia. Chia, yeah. Um, I don't know. I want to go nowhere near Goodbye, Volcano High. You can you can keep your very furry inspired stuff to yourself. Um, Venba is excellent, but again, like I said before, probably doesn't win. But then uh, I, I've, I keep hearing amazing things about this chance of Senar recently. More and more people seem to be discovering that game um, and talking it up. So I think I need to give it a crack myself. I'll tip that one to win just because of all the recent sentiments I'm hearing. Um, but I'd have no idea, to be honest. Any thoughts, Matto? No. I got none. Done. Moving on. Cheers probably not going to win because no. it's not the most exciting game I've played. But I haven't played the others either, so I can't really say she's going to win. If it does, then good on them. Yeah. Innovation in accessibility. Recognising software and or hardware that's pushing the medium forward by adding features, technology and content to help games be played and enjoyed by an even wider audience. Diablo 4, Forza Motorsport, Hi-Fi Rush, Spider-Man 2, Mortal Kombat and Street Fighter 6. I don't know. I've heard that what they've done for Mortal Kombat is absolutely unreal for like you know for what fighting games are, um, and then what they've done for accessibility with it. But you know I don't have the context myself. Spider Man Two feels like the walk up because it just continues to build on what Insomniac's already been doing in that space, which has already been what you know PlayStation more broadly has been doing. It's built on what the last was Part Two did. It's built on what they did with Miles Morales. It just feels like the obvious winner to me because that's the award that PlayStation just keeps crushing every year. But I don't have the perspective on pretty much anything else, so... Any other thoughts? No. None. Moving on. I'd move it on. To the big one. Best performance. 
awarded to an individual voice acting, motion, and or performance capture. Ben Star, Final Fantasy 16, end it there, he wins. Uh, Cameron Monaghan from Star Wars Jedi Survivor. Idris Elba, Cyberpunk 2077, Phantom Liberty. Melanie LeBird uh, from Owl Make 2. Uh, Neil Newborn from Baldur's Gate 3. Yuri Lowenthal from Marvel Spider-Man 2. I'm on Ben Star. Wow, there's four Am of I them biased because he's been on Dev Diary? I don't know. No, but... no, no, I say there's four of them there that I have seen. They're all great. But Ben Star for me, wins for one reason, or actually two reasons. One, he did a Dev Diary. Well, actually, it's three. One, he did a Dev Diary. <laughs> two, he did the audition for Mario when old buddy Charles decided to retire. And then it was something I saw today. He, he, did one, he did one today, but he also he did one for um, Spider Cube as well. Like when, did he? Yeah. Oh, but, did he? But he did one today, uh, happy to reveal that I play one of the three birds in GTA Bird, 6. Yes. yes. Um, I thought, nah, what a, that's a winner right there. I thought, yeah, done. Don't care. He should I, win it. I, I deserves it more than... I mean, the others have been fantastic. Deserves it more than anyone as far as I'm concerned. Uh, get on the Ben Star bandwagon. Um, best audio design. Recognize, oh, yeah, we, that's fine. Uh, Elm Wake 2, Dead Space, Hi-Fi Rush, Marvel Spider-Man 2, and Resident Evil 4. Um, I feel like because it's kind of a rhythm game so the music and sound design is kind of integral to it that maybe that's a hi-fi rush win yeah that's fair enough but also Alan Wake 2 does sort of mess with your head a bit with all its audio design but I would probably go with hi-fi rush because like you said everything is in rhythm without without the audio being 100% right the game completely falls over so um, I feel like that, but you know, you can make the argument for Dead Space and everything. It it's done despite being a remake. Same idea with Resident Evil Four, Spider Man Two. I'd argue is probably the weakest of everything in there. Oh yeah. Um, not that it's bad, but you know, just in comparison, it's, it's an action game. Yeah, I know Hi Fi Rush is a sort of an action game, but it's got an it's got a rhythm side yeah. of it where Spider Man just is the button mash. It's interesting because then, then, then that links to our next category, which is best score of music. And yeah, Spider-Man 2 doesn't feature. So we've got uh, Alan Wake 2, and they actually, I'll chat out the composers because they list them here. Uh, Petri Alanko, Baldur's Gate 3's composer, oh, Boris Jeez, Lov, I was going to say, Lavoff, they don't get any better. Final Fantasy 16, Masayoshi Soken, uh, Hi-Fi Rush's audio good. director, Shi- Shi- oh, geez. Shuchi Kabori, and uh, Legend of Zelda Tears of the Kingdom composed by the Nintendo Sound Team but that's Koji that's... Kondo at the core of that um, I'm putting my weight behind Final Fantasy 16 again that music is unreal but... yeah I've, but I, I think the music in Other Wake 2 as well is good Hi-Fi Rush also good yeah Tears, Tears Zelda of the Kingdom, is Zelda probably good uh, and Baldur's Gate yeah. 3 is Baldur's Gate 3, so there's stiff competition all around. You could totally see any of them really winning. The oh, yeah. Like, um, I wouldn't be angry if yeah any of them wins. It's like, oh, that's bullshit. If it was like Spider-Man winning, then yeah, I would be upset. Because I will say it's criminal that uh, Octopath Traveler 2 doesn't feature at all, because the music in that game is as good as Japanese. any of them. All Japanese, or except for the Swedish one, the Finnish one, which was Alan Wake 2. Yeah. Yeah, good point. Take huh. that, American poses. You got no idea. Um, best art direction: uh, Alan Wake Two, Hi-Fi Rush, Liza P, Mario Wonder, and Zelda Tears of the Kingdom. 
I don't want to say Zelda because even though that feels like probably the obvious one, um, simply because it's kind of just building on what Breath of the Wild did, so it's not necessarily new and shocking in the same way. Mario's like is a cool improvement, but I don't think super crazy. Lice P looks good, uh, looks excellent. Alan Wake 2 is designed beautifully, but then also has all these technical hiccups that kind of cause people some, some headaches when it comes to visuals. Hi-Fi Rush for me, I think. Yeah, I'll go, say, I'll go Hi-Fi Rush as well. We're nailing some of these at the moment. Uh, best narrative uh, for outstanding storytelling and narrative development in the game. There's a few here that I can't speak to, so I'm gut-feeling this. Alan Wake 2, Baldur's Gate 3, Cyberpunk 2077, Final Fantasy 16, and Marvel Spider-Man 2. Is Cyberpunk Phantom Liberty a DLC or is it a standalone game? This is what I'm trying to figure it out. Is, it is an expansion, technically. Okay. Okay. So it's not. It's definitely not standalone. Oh, it's a tough one. I mean, Alan Wake 2 beats Phantom Liberty. I haven't played Spider-Man 2 fully yet. But it's probably going to be Baldur's Gate yeah, 3. Yeah, I think it's Baldur's Gate 3. <laughs> um, but again, I competition's real good. So... Except maybe Spider-Man. Again, I think that's gotten a bit lucky to sneak into the category. Not that I can think of an obvious game that maybe takes over for it, but it's maybe, yeah, it's kind of a top four and then you've got Spider-Man kind of as a bit of a distant fifth. Um, Next up is Best Game Direction. So now we must be getting real close to the end. Uh, Alan Wake 2, Baldur's Gate 3, Marvel Spider-Man 2, Super Mario Bros. Wonder, and Legend of Zelda Tears of the Kingdom. Um... What game are we missing from the top six? Oh, Resident Evil 4 is Resident the one that's Evil. missing um, from the game of the year thing. Um, I mean, it, it's going to be Baldur's Gate, right? Because I think... Well, it, this probably just goes to whoever you think is going to win game of the year. So it's either Tears of the Kingdom or Baldur's Gate 3. Thanks for coming, everyone else. Yeah. I mean, I could see... I could see Alan Wake actually, like, maybe ma- making a shot out of it simply because... Like maybe it's not going to win game of the year because you know because in the eyes of the people it's not better than Baldur's Gate or Zelda, but um, because of how it's kind of reinvented itself from the first to the second, and that's that's kind of down to the direction that maybe that could actually come through and steal it. Um, Possible, yeah. but then but then not ultimately not be considered the best game of the year. Um, I still think Baldur's Gate three will probably just win it, yeah, probably. because of what they've done with the franchise. It's been kind of sitting there dormant for decades 20 plus years yeah which then takes us to game of the year which is all those same nominees plus Resident Evil 4 what do you think the maths are going to go with is it going to be Baldur's Gate 3 or Zelda I'd probably say Baldur's Gate 3 yeah I think it's going to be Baldur's Gate 3 because it's all those PC people PlayStation Xbox and then you've got Nintendo people who will probably not pay attention to this whatsoever no they don't care they're busy still playing Mario or or what's just come out Mario RPG and they'll just keep going they've got plenty to do Uh, Baldur's Gate 3 um, I guess in the eyes of both of us as well alright with that uh, yeah there's nothing there cool it's all blacked out alright we'll go back to our normal layout Um, so now we're kind of down to just kind of predictions of anything and and everything else Um, thankfully Rockstar has made our lives a little bit easier this weekend announcing that uh, GTA 6 is going to get a trailer it's 4 a.m. Wednesday, our time. Um, so then about yeah, 36 hours or so before before the Game Awards themselves, so we don't have to worry about Keely putting anything up there. We've also seen a whole bunch of other developers kind of come out with stuff 
in the hours since Fall Guys has put up a. The, I mean, there's a whole bunch of people memeing the, memeing that layout um, oh, and Halo, making their yeah, own stuff. But that, Halo, yeah. Call of Duty, Fall Guys, I've all seen do one with stuff that they're announcing before Game Awards time. Um, one more, I can't remember. I think there was one more. I mean, I saw the Easy Allies do one just about their next episode of their podcast. But anyway. Um, so I guess yeah, predict, uh, with GTA, well, I presume off the table. I assume you're gonna, if if we see this trailer beforehand, we're not gonna see it then feature at the Game Awards in your eyes. No, why would they? Unless the guy who plays Trevor just comes out for no reason whatsoever, just to show a game, and that's it. Nothing, nothing Grand Theft Auto related whatsoever. Is in another game. I mean, I don't know. There's, I don't see it happening but I guess there's always a possibility that they have like a cinematic trailer and then they say tune into the game awards where you'll get the game, get gameplay or something like that it's a model PlayStation and it has used a couple times in the past um, but also I think we've discussed this maybe even on a recent episode that it might just kill every other game that shows up and I don't think Jeff wants that so and also too, I don't think Rockstar really needs the game awards platform to get GTA 6 showed because it's let's be honest it's kind of break the internet absolutely it, I think it's it's brilliant for every other game that comes at the game awards because uh, for GTA to do what it's doing to to have it to have the fix to have give people a day and a half to get it all out of your system and then we have a giant showcase where every other game can kind of say it's peace I'm like okay you're excited for that and it's going to come out whenever it comes out but now here's our chance to shine and so um, I guess jumping into some of our predictions we will go a little bit more freeform. We were talking about maybe five beforehand, but we'll just kind of see what comes up. Um, they've already kind of alluded to it, and it's probably going to be winning game of the year. So there's pro- it's probably no better platform for them to announce that Baldur's Gate Three Xboxes thing will get its release date, and it'll probably it'll come out. It could be very well that day. Um, I could totally see it be a stealth drop. So um, that's kind of my first. I don't think it's necessarily a crazy or unexpected prediction but I think it's one that people could probably bank on a little bit what have you got uh, I've got a Monster Hunter world or not Monster Hunter preview trailer I'd I'd be Love so happy it. if it's there I'll be so happy I don't care about the rest of the awards after that I'm just feeling a bit deflated when it comes to that because there was kind of this one uh, one game that was supposed to come out before the end of March and they've now gone and announced that um, Dragon's Dogma is coming out March 22nd, which is, you know, cap, you know that fills that need for Capcom. So, oh, yeah. I forgot about that. So I guess we're not going to get it as soon as we liked it. It doesn't, you know, remove the possibility of um, of the announcement, but it also won't be coming out as soon as we perhaps hoped. Um, for me, uh, it was the winner of game of the year 2022's awards and we know that there's dlc coming and so i figure from soft will be there to to finally reveal the elden ring dlc um oh, yeah. i can't remember what it's called uh no nah. i might have to i might have to look it up um Erd tree something Erd tree, uh, shadow of the Erd tree um but oh as i as i Find the, uh, as I find that, I find a Games Radar article that says the DLC is still a little ways off. So I don't know what that means, but um, maybe well, not. Then, but we'll see. We'll see. Depends if it's a reliable source or not. One, um, we'll never know. 
so from software developer. Oh, well, they're, they're <laughs> not going to have a job. They're not going to have a job. The producer soon. as well. So, oh dear. Then again, he has squashed the fact that it's an imminent release. Doesn't mean he can't come out and say, "Oh, it's going to come out in February 2024 or something like that." Um, back over to you. Well, I was going to say an LOA 2 DLC, but then you, when you said Elden Ring, I thought we possibly could see God of War. There DLC we go. Instead. That was going to be my was, next one. I, I, um, thought, I thought something like, when you said game, our game of the year or whatever it was, I thought God of War, he said Elden Ring. I thought, nah, it wasn't. Sorry, that yeah, wasn't the, the game of the year from 2022, not, not our one, because, yeah, fuck Elden Ring. Um, but yeah, I mean, there's been rumours around that. Um PlayStation hasn't squashed them since. Not that they've been saying much about anything of late, but um, yeah, I'll get around the God of War, God of War DLC. Um, oh, okay. I mean, this is maybe a safe-ish sort of shot. Death Stranding two. Um, Kojima to turn oh, yeah. up, do his thing, because he's actually gone quiet on the trailer front for a while. It's been a while since we've seen him or Death Stranding. Um, maybe even a year. So, for him, that's really? like an eternity. Seems he's taking pictures of other celebrities. Oh, he's hanging out with celebs all the time. But he's... I don't think he's playing. I don't think he's making any games at all. He's just hanging out with celebs. Yeah, living life as far as I'm concerned. Living life. But, is. Um, but yeah, there's that. Um, I guess I'll throw it back over to you. Any thoughts on Kojima actually beyond that? No. Unless there's a Metal Gear Solid related thing, then probably not. But he's okay. not even involved. He's not even involved. No, he in won't that, be involved so in it. What so. He, so he doesn't really care. But my next one would be: I don't know if there has been any trailers for it. We've seen, I've seen pictures. Don't know if, if there's a trailer of the Fallout TV series. So, okay, go on. There's a trailer that's going to be out before the Game Awards for that. Um, oh, so I, red, I think I'm it's a I saw this morning that the Amazon... Prime, I'm going to find my screenshot. Um, the Amazon... No, the Prime Video YouTube account. Where's it gone? I copied it and deleted it. Deleted. Um, popped it in a chat with Betson this morning. There we are. Oh, hang on. Um, PlayStation for, Dece- for December 3rd at 3.25 in the morning for us. 325 um, what, I mean, what a strange time. The twenty-five bit is the bit that confused me, but it might be oh, that Amazon. Yeah, no, the twenty-five part. I mean... Amazon might have a whole sequence of different ones, but anyway, it's uh, it's a video from the official Prime Video account. It's titled "Please Stand By," and then as you open up this, like the the temporary thumbnail is the Fallout "Please Stand By" sort of thing that you know. So, um, but before this episode goes live, I expect we'll actually already have a trailer for the Fallout TV series. Oh, sorry to okay. steal, sorry to steal the thunder on that one a little bit, but yeah, that's alright. I wasn't sure. I, was, I just saw pictures and I didn't really do much research on it. I thought surely there's got to be a video or something. Yeah, well, look, that Put only kind on. of popped up this morning, and honestly, it's pretty low key. Like it's a scheduled video to uh, to premiere. So, but probably by the time we wake up in the morning, we'll already have a trailer for Fallout. Oh, there so. you go. Um. So I guess uh, my next one, surely, surely they've got to put a date on it this time. Sure, like Xbox is already talking about talking again that they're going to show up with something. Surely they show up with Hellblade Two and date it this time. 
Oh, yeah. Not big baby demos, that. which is now two years old, that demo. That wasn't last no. year. Because they, they, they didn't show up to the Game Awards older last than, year. Older than that, isn't it? Yeah, they didn't show burning up to the Game Awards baby. last year, so that Burning Baby demo is two years old. No, I reckon it's older than that. Oh, could be, could be again. But... Could be like three or four. I felt like it was an eternity, that Burning Baby. And then we saw um, nothing. Having since. first been revealed at 2019, before a trailer was shown two years later at 2021. No, it's yeah, it was two oh, years. Two years. Yeah. Okay. Um, Feels longer than that. Because we saw a bit during the Xbox showcase in the middle of the year, but it was like that... It was really kind of about um, Senua's kind of psychology and all that sort of stuff, and it was it was weird. It didn't it didn't present very well at all, especially if you didn't know anything about the game at all. But um, no, I feel like this has got to be the one. They've got a date, got a date at this time. Um, yeah, that's that's about all I got to add on that one. I just think that's kind of a bit of a, a walk up that they they need to just try and nail at this point. Um, any. Any others from you? I've got one more. And this one, I reckon, is guaranteed to happen. Oh, right. Guaranteed. Uh, I reckon at the end of the show, some dickhead will storm the stage and do something stupid. Jeff has invested more so in security this time, apparently. He's yeah, already well, said we'll that. Yeah, well, we'll see about that. We'll see if his foolproof security will get through. Because it happened last year at the Game Awards. Something happened at his Summer's Game Fest. Some dickhead storm stage and said something about Bill Clinton again. <laughs> yeah, we haven't seen him yeah, since, so fun. we don't know what happened to him. Dead, dead. Uh, so hopefully he's got the snipers out ready this time with his little laser pointers, just in case some little rat bastard comes. Tries up. to sneak in with Elden Ring, sneaks Elden Ring developers, or sneaks in with the Nintendo crew for Game of the Year, or the Baldur's Gate crew. Who knows? Yeah. Um, could we get now? I'm just throwing a question out there. Oh, yeah? Nintendo is silent up to this point. They've said nothing. If you believe our predictions up to this point, they've got a console coming out next year. Do they announce it? Do they do what Xbox did and just kind of? Well, that depends. If they win Game of the Year, they can bring it up on stage. <laughs> and you can get the remastered version of Tears of the Kingdom on Switch 2 on this and on next Switch year Switch 2 next year um otherwise otherwise I can't really like I can't imagine I just don't believe that Metroid will show up um and then I don't think they have anything else that's big enough if they're not going to show off the console they're not going to show anything else off for a, for a while because they've got it they'll they'll get through uh, what was the, the Princess Peach game? Um, I can't remember what it was called. But um, that, that Princess Peach game that comes out, they've got a few little things on the way, but really I think they're just filling time now until... Was there a Switch Paper 2. Mario game? Oh yeah, the Paper Mario remake. Yeah, sorry, that's hardly filling time. One of the greatest games of all time. But um, but it is a remake or remastered, whatever. So No one cares. Wrong, Everyone's going to buy it anyway. I will. Could we possibly get a look on the PlayStation side here at Wolverine? Um, yeah. I'm not believing can, that's going to come out in 2024 now. I've no. conceded that, but... Heard nothing about it Yeah, for a long time. Because that's all PlayStation was doing this year, was just milking Spider-Man 2 for everything. And their big... Well, they didn't have to do anything, to their credit. 
they really could have just kicked back and, and gotten away with doing nothing, so... They could have just talked about the big 19 inches of venom for the whole year, and that's they could have just left it at that. that, that there's an award that Jeff needs to have, best, best moment of the year, and you can have or all best. these really heartfelt moments, but really it's all going to be well, about that PlayStation Europe 19 inches of venom tweet. Well, there's probably another pointless award they could have, best collector's edition. That 19 inches of venom would have won by a long shot. <laughs> it's a damn good statue. Or, or the, the Gotham Knights... $99 special sale could have also won. True. <laughs> Who knows? Um, any other announcement predictions at all? It's hard to get in the weeds with indies. All right, actually, just because I don't want to... I'm not going to put it out there. Um, I'll ask the question. I'll just see what you think. Hollow Knight Silk Song. Does it show up? <laughs> oh, God. I feel like this is going to get asked at every Game Awards game showcase. It was uh, meant to be out yes. by mid-year this I know, year. I know. Um, let's just say yes, just for the sake of it. Is it it's, an, a stealth drop? Is it available of course. now? Yes. It, yeah. Available after Grand Theft Auto 6 release. No. <laughs> no, I reckon it will. If it does, they'll just drop it straight away. It'll be available now. They're going to be in Everyone will be running to their Switch. Yeah, I think I'm going to bring my Switch to, to work on Thursday, Friday, whatever day of the week it falls on for us. I think it's Friday. I think I'll... Yeah, I can't I can't afford to not have that. Um, any other predictions at all? No. All right. Then, I, think, uh, I think everyone's just playing it safe, just wait and see where Grand Theft Auto 6... Get out of GTA's way. Get out of GTA's way, leave it alone, don't announce nothing. Pretty much. Um, well, we'll wrap things up there then. If you enjoyed this episode of Patch, please be sure to like, share, and subscribe. All the buttons down below. Hit the notification bell. That way you're alerted to every new video the moment it goes live on the channel. Um, visit the website, player2.net.au, for reviews, previews, opinion pieces, news, features, links to the podcast series, and more. We're on Patreon, patreon.com slash player2au. Kick in a few bucks. Lower tiers, early access. Higher tiers, monthly episode exclusives. And finally, there's Twitter. Matto. Matto underscore Phil. Paul James Games for myself. The website is player2au. Let us know in the YouTube comments what uh, predictions you have for the various awards, for game announcements. Is there something we're not thinking of? Do you want to contest something we've discussed? Please feel free. Um, throw your support behind Ben Starr. Absolute legend. Um, check out Dev Dory. He was on it just last week. That's cool. Uh, thanks all for watching, and we'll see you later. <laughs>